everybody. Welcome to Short and Spooky. This is the podcast about anthology shows from the 80s, the 90s, and sometimes the early 2000s. And uh, we're here with the whole Short and Spooky crew. And uh, you know what? We haven't done this for a little bit, so why don't we throw some drops in here? Of course, right now you're hearing the voice of Johnny Junk. Play the drop. Here's Johnny Junk. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Ever see a guy say goodbye to a shoe? Junk. 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 Oh what a man, great that, job. I love that one. That's it's so, so good. good. All right, and the voice you're hearing now is none other than Tommy Trash. Hello. Okay, folks, the guy in front of you is Tommy Trash. 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 You are one pathetic loser. I'm a stupid moron with an ugly face and a big butt, and my butt smells, and I like to kiss my own butt. Oh, man, I love that drop, too. Such a good one. And, of course, you can't leave out Miss Eerie Kiri. Eerie Kiri. Hey there, sugar. All right, great, great drop. I love that drop for you. <laughs> it's I so good. <laughs> and uh, Coop Nasty, Mr. Big Sniff himself. The Big Sniff. You look like a panty sniffer. Satanic black magic. Sick shit. Smells good. That's the smell of desire, my lady. Awesome. What's up, guys? How we doing? Good. It's nice and hot in the cottage. Yeah, we're living that California life. I was thinking we need a name. It's like a whole eighty degrees, by the way. I I think we need a name for the like a like a short and spooky name for the uh, our studio here in the cottage. Oh, okay. I mean, we can always plug this in later, but I think it'd be fun to have like the I, I don't know the cabin or cottage on the on the water. I don't know. That's really good. There's a. Uh, yeah. I didn't feel that was sincere, man. Oh god, there's a there's a horror movie I remember watching in the 2000s called Cabin by the Lake, starring Judd Nelson as a crazed killer who oh, kills women and then sinks them to the bottom of a pond and makes an underwater garden with their dead bodies. Great oh. flick. Underwater Probably garden. maybe garden, not huh? so great. Last time I watched, it, I was 17. So an underwater garden is called algae. Thanks, mm. thanks, Goop. Or a kelp forest. The more you know. Yeah. A kelp forest. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that's what I call my pubes. <laughs> hey now. Well, nice. uh, today we're doing an episode of Tales from the Crypt, one of our favorite anthology Wrong. series. Like, you don't love it? Well, why can't we no, it's not say hi to the? It's not. What? What's going on? It's Tales from the Crypt Keeper. Oh, you watched <laughs> the wrong episode, Cooper. <laughs> what? Oh shit. <laughs> Which one did we do? I'm talking about Wait, Tales what? from the Crypt. But that was the people lo- who live oh, in grass the that, that, that guy that eats butter. He did Tales from the Crypt, <laughs> oh, the Keeper. No. What episode did you watch? The cartoon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's next week. All right. Are you serious? I was like, a couple days ago, I was like, oh, I got to watch the thing. And I scrolled up in the, our chat and I was like, there it is. Tales from the Crypt Keeper. Oh, that I was literally his. said, I literally said, like, why, the why next one that? after. I said, why would you like, post the next one before we Because John asked him one. to, and it was a good idea. Because oh, no. we were going to record today on Wednesday and on Sunday. So it was but the, then you earlier we got canceled. Yeah, I fucked up. All right, guys. 
So this we're is do- gonna be great. I'm gonna provide passive commentary. Okay. <laughs> we need to disclose this. Right. Okay. Okay, so uh, today we're doing one of our favorite anthology series, which is Tales from the Crypt. And uh, we had a little uh, snafu as far as the scheduling. Um, me, Tom, and Kiri all watched an episode of Tales from the Crypt called People Who Live in Brass Hearses. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Um, but Shit. since we're going to be recording an episode of Tales from the Crypt Keeper, not to be confused, this is that's the animated version, uh, we got our wires crossed a little bit, and Coop here watched the cartoon of something different. So I mean, come on. Okay. Tales from the Crypt, Tales from the Crypt Keeper. All right. Well, we'll try to... Uh... Son of a bitch. <laughs> You're going to be our outside like, uh I'm with the viewers, the listeners that don't watch any of these viewers. episodes. Whatever. There you go. Well, Shit, uh, I wanted to watch the butter one, too. Okay, well, maybe um, we'll, when you get home tonight, you can watch it. It's a good one. Okay. I enjoyed it. Um, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> you know what? We're only human. And uh, well, it was no, a little don't, confusing. Don't speak for all of us we're, here. We're all human except for the reptilian guy in his ears. and a lizard. So, yes, uh, the episode uh, we're doing is People Who Live in Brass Hearses. And uh, before we get into the episode, I wanted to do a little something that we like to call IMDBH. Well, also, we have to give a shout out to all of our, our listeners. Okay. The shorties, the junkies, the sniffies. The, the Sniffies who watched the wrong episodes. And the trash, the trash crew. The trash men? You got what about two the women? call outs? Yeah, I have two call outs for sure. Wow. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Come he's, on now. He's earned that. You're greedy. I got the, 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 the you know. The belt? The belt around my yes. waist. Greedy. <laughs> which is still somehow falling down my <laughs> no, non-existent frame. ass. I have a back that just has a butthole in it, basically. <laughs> Hank Hill over here. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, uh, I wanted to do an uh, episode of IMD. Yeah. Kiri Coop. I'm not sure if you guys are aware of this segment that no, me and Tom like to do, but uh, we like to find the tenuous connections from one episode to another. Like, hey, maybe this person was in something you heard of, or maybe they did something uh, important or cool afterwards. I'm into it because this episode had an actor that could be quite easily connected. So That's right. So um, if you guys have not already watched the episode, People Who Live in Brass Hearses, um, it stars uh, a little actor named uh, Bill Paxton. Mm-hmm. I know him. Yeah. And uh, he, Twister. That's he's alien. Oh. So. Yeah. Or the first one. No, he was in Aliens. So. He's like, game over, man. Yeah. He, yeah. That's he died. His, he died recently. Um, I also remember him as Chet from um, Weird he Science. He seem old enough to have died, really? He died? Yeah. Died youngish. He yeah. Was 50s, 60s? Too soon. Yeah, not, not enough Chets uh, named in, in, in our time period. In it's my a opinion. pretty cool name. I've never yeah. met a Chet in my Chet, life. I, I feel I like someone's wearing like a varsity jersey or like shirt or whatever. Yeah. Chet. It's like um, my friend Chaz. It's just like kind of like a douchey Chaz. bro name. Even yeah. though I love him. I, I feel like a cool that, name. I think, yeah, I think that like they we need to bring those back. Also, um, Bill Paxton, not at this time period, but we, John and I work with one of our bosses, Bill, who I think looks like very much similar to Bill Paxton. Mm. And his name is Bill. Do you, do you agree? Nope. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you said this to me on multiple occasions. I'm like, I guess they kind of have thinning hair, and that's Strange. about the extent God, of that. Yeah, that's not nice. Um, 
But anyway, uh, for IMD Biatch, uh, the first person I want to talk about is the director. So this is directed by a guy named Russell Mulhahi. Mulcahy, something like that. Okay. So he directed another episode of Tales from the Crypt that we've already done called Split Second. Oh yes, yes. What was a, that one about? It's about a uh, a woman who marries a guy who runs a logging camp, and she cheats on him with some guy. So to get revenge, uh, her husband blinds him, and the crazy. Uh, you know, comeuppance that they get is that they get put inside trunks of trees and the blind guy chainsaws them in half. Nice. Yeah, so it's kind of like a cool, funny thing. You're like, oh, I get it. She's split second after her husband. Anyway, he directed that episode of Tales from the Crypt. He also did an episode of The Hunger, Hmm. which we've already watched called The Wrath of God. All right, connection. Right, that's our second one, right? He also directed an episode of Perversions of Science which we've also done, called Plainly Possible, about the dude who time travels, and is like, uh, Jesse Spano is like a crazy spider that like crawls on the ceiling and stuff. Oh, God, yeah. Great one. So let's talk about uh, the fr- the brother. So there's a uh, mentally challenged brother in this named Virgil, and he's Wor- played- Wormtongue. Yes. So he's been in some mm-hmm. uh, Harry Potter, or excuse me, not Wormtongue. So Don't Lord you of dare. The Rings. Lord of the Rings, excuse me. Uh, I was thinking mm-hmm. parcel tongue. Um so this actor is played by Brad Dorish, and he's also the voice of Chucky from the Child's Play series. Hmm. But he's also oh. been in other episodes that we've done for anthology shows. He was in The Hitchhiker yep. in an episode called The Legendary Billy B. One of the, I think probably our greatest episode before our new host joined us, in my opinion. Definitely a top one. And he also was in an episode of The Hunger, which we've done, called Sin Seer. Yes. Yep. So he's in that. And get this, he's also in an episode of Tales of the Unexpected, and he plays the hitchhiker. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, yeah. So we Lungs like that. are not as good, though, even though Coop and Key don't agree, but... The other thing it's is... It's underwhelming, but... I don't Carey, want none unless you got buns on. So mm. it's funny you say that, because the uh, drop that we use for IMD Biatch is from uh, uh, Sir Mix-a-Lot, so when, when we watch the, the Watcher. So the oh. last person I got on here is... Uh, the guy who plays Mr. Bird, the actor's name is Michael Lerner, and he was in another episode that we did of Amazing Stories called 21 Inch Sun. Oh, I loved that one. Yeah. So, like, was all that these. Was my first episode? Was that your first you episode? I think, I think, first I think it was. Yeah. So, all these people are getting around, they're getting their hands dirty, they're doing all kinds of anthology show stuff that we love. And uh, if you find any of these character actors uh, super appealing, please dive down that rabbit hole and explore. Explore, um, and then I have one other one, but I'm going to save that to a little bit later. So, All right, I I think I know what you, what you you got going on. Really, I um you have to one of us has to finish one of our drinks if uh if we're wrong. Okay, if, if is I'm it about wrong, a is it about a cast member? Yep. Okay, then I think we I, have yeah. to save one. And if not, we have to kiss on recording. <laughs> this from the guy who says he's going to pierce his nipple. This from the guy who won't that. pierce his nipple. Yeah, I'm. I think that's lame. But um, what do you mean? That's not nice. I'm the, happy to pinch the, your nipple if that's what you want. It's your I body. offered you to say do pinch it. Pinch or pierce? I'll pinch your nipples I'd anytime, dude. Pierce? <laughs> I don't know. Pinching sounds a little bit sexual, so I wouldn't do that. Oh, I, I think oh, a pierce, it. pierce is technically a pinch. No. Then. No, I feel like no. it's more of a stab. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, cool. it, it stab, starts yeah. as a, a pinch and then ends up as a as a pierce. Yeah, we could do that's it. That's right a now. dark way to think. I'll use one of those. 
I don't know what you pointed at. Those. Your your hand you is behind my, my computer. Yeah. Oh, okay. No. Oh, there we go. I just want you to <laughs> You don't want Tom's nipple blood on your earrings? I prefer there will not. Be no, there won't be blood. <laughs> so, Coop, one of the things I think we should do is uh, I want you to give a creepy crawler score on what you <laughs> imagine this episode I to be think. like at the end, of course. Okay. So, um, all right. I haven't done this it? since we did the uh, episode with the whippets and the alcohol. What? Do an episode that I didn't watch. Do you watch the episode we did for the watch along? Yeah. No, I thought he didn't. I watched it along with the viewers, <laughs> the listeners. You know what? I can't argue that logic. So. That's what I thought we were supposed to do anyway. Right. <laughs> no, it's not. So That's so naughty. Do you want uh, the good, um, uh, fresh? Uh, you're the you're the blank slate. Uh, yeah, and plus, it's like I can't have a genuine reaction to this if I haven't if I've already seen it. And you can't point out the absurdities in the background if it's your first time. Yeah, but that's why you're there. Okay. And you guys. All right. Well, this is uh, season yin, five. Yin and Yang. Sorry. Go ahead. Season five, episode five. Yes. Uh, and this was aired on the 13th of October, 1993. Hmm. Two days before my birthday. Birthday. <laughs> what are you, a Swede? Oh, yes. Yeah, don't go away now, boy. <laughs> Um, and so the names are most of the main characters are Billy DeLuca, Mrs. I don't know how to pronounce Billy. Her name. Billy is played by Bill Paxton. Yes, is this true? And uh, the other like main characters are Mr. Bird. There's Virgil, who is mm-hmm. Billy's brother, younger brother, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and then Mrs. Grafunger. Grafunger, yeah. like, which just sounds gross. And of then course. and then we got Cooter. Cooter. I love that. And I... actually, I propose we now call Cooper Cooter. Okay, so you can't. I would like to. <laughs> what? What? The my first viewing of this, I was watching before we went to bed, uh-huh. and uh, at one point, I mean, we'll get to it, but like they're talking about who's going to be on the ship that night. One of them is Tom, and then the other one's Cooter. And after that, I thought they said Cooper, and oh. I was literally like, I literally shot out of bed. I was like. <laughs> It's it Tom and Cooper on cold sh- sweat. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, no, it's fully hard again. Excitement. You're erect. <laughs> Wait, um, I do know somebody that li- has actually that last name. Cooter. Yeah, real. Yeah, um, real life. I I've heard. Isn't that a term they can use for like vagina too? I mm-hmm. think I've heard something in that vein. Cooter. That's one of those words that like you can't use like when you're dirty talking. You know, like, no. like you can't be like, yeah, just throw it at my cooter. And you're like, well, you I'm can't. yeah. <laughs> You've you never said throw it in my cooter and during sex? Well, I don't have a cooter, so I can't say that. You can't use most words if you think about it. You can use like a couple of them if you really think about it. Like, come on. What, what's what's the like the most outlandish one that you like can kind of throw in there? No pun intended. I would never say these, but there's. I'll tell you a couple that you can't use. Should I do male or female? Both. Well, for female, you can't refer to it as your vagina during, <laughs> during sex. Please insert my vagina. <laughs> yeah, fuck my vagina. <laughs> You can't. Same you can't with penis, though. So. Yeah, yeah you, no, that's what I was saying. The male version, you can't say penis. You can't say wiener. You can't say wee-wee or, or pee-pee. <laughs> but my pee-pee. He's, he's speaking from experience. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I've tried all these out. Some of them don't work. Can I put my pee-pee in your <laughs> vagina? <laughs> wow, I'm getting worked up over here. You know what the worst part is? What? He's the only one in a relationship here. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, well, I got to start trying these out and report back. We'll see how long I'm... Let us know, man. You'll know once I'm single again. All right. So, uh, uh, we got to do some drinking game rules up top. Yes. Um, I will start just because I chose the episode. 
Um, I'll start with something because I, I feel like there's a very obvious one. So I'll do with something a little less obvious. I'll say every time you see $1 bills, take a drink. Mm, okay. Mine is every time you see or hear the word butter. That's right. Uh, yeah. That's a great drink. one. Um, I, I just was going to say the butter one is the only one I had. But maybe every time uh, uh, Bill Paxton like kind of lashes out out of nowhere at, at Virgil and then instantly is like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. That was my second one. Yep. He's conflicted. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you have a hairline like that and a mullet at the same time, you're going to have some angst going on. I just saw his, like, I don't know. To me, it was a lot of, like, trauma expression, and I just really felt for him. I, we'll get into it, but I didn't hate Billy. All right. Well, uh, let's also keep the standing. Oh, <laughs> you're going to ask me. <laughs> Every time one thinks of breakfast. <laughs> you're stupid. Uh, I was going to say, we have a standing rule for uh, Tales from the Crypt to drink every time there's a Crypt Keeper pun. Oh, they were delightful, right? Coming at us a thousand miles an hour. Mm. Yeah, so uh, this this is a decent Crypt Keeper segment. Oh, I enjoyed it. Um, basically, the what happens is we see the Crypt Keeper in football uh, get up, and he's like doing a huddle with a bunch of zombies. Like, he's so adorable. Uh-huh. In, it is as cute as it sounds. I, I think it would be really a really great costume. If you no, could he's pull in this cute up. little like football outfit. It's so cute. And actually, no, the Crypt Keeper is not a zombie. Is he a ghoul? Uh, I guess you'd call him a, a ghoul. There's a uh, he does um, say ghouls. Well, there's a yeah. episode of uh, Tales from the Crypt that's his origin story called Lower Birth, and he's basically the love child of a like like 900 year old mummy and a circus freak, and they give birth to the Crypt Keeper. So he was a rotting mummy. corpse even as a baby. Wow, and yeah. he grew as a rotting yeah, dead. Yeah, into a frail, yeah, to an old someone who I could man. beat up, as I've always said. <laughs> I advise you not. Oh, to. he has thought this out. The slightly more <laughs> rotting Tom. It, it would be it would be one of those like boxing fights where like we both knock each other out at the same time. Like I've said, just like <laughs> you both throw one swing and then collapse into a heap from not, exhaustion just, like, there's some mutual dust, respect like, comes up from the ground after the fact uh, yeah yeah no we would definitely go up and do the head nod you know be like you got a lot of balls kid <laughs> yeah you fought uh, a, a rotting corpse <laughs> and almost won and almost won uh so coop since you didn't watch this episode let's get a little uh coop time uh you said you know bill paxton the best from uh, aliens yeah was there any other roles that you remember him from? No. Okay. Did you watch Twister? <laughs> yeah, I watched Twister. That's when what it I remember him from. Was he the lead in that movie? The sleed? <laughs> What's the sleed? Was he the sleed or was he the sleed? He was the sleed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he was the sleeting man. <laughs> uh, he, who was he in Twister? Was he the leading man? He was the sleed. I think he was the leading man. Yes, he, he was. was. I thought, uh, okay. How many times did I need to say sleed before you sleed. get it? Um, yeah, that was it. I, um, I love Bill Paxton. I think, um, I know him obviously from Twister, but I also really liked the show Love. Or no. Oh yeah, that's right. Big Love. Yep. Big mm-hmm. Love. He, he was a really great, um, actor and, uh, very tragic. Rest in peace. Uh, yeah. during the break, we should all take a little sip for him. I you like guys are all idea. drinking on Trulies. We are. We got a passion fruit, we got a pineapple, and we got a... Passion fruit. So mm-hmm. A lot of passion. Well, there's also watermelon kiwi. Flavor. Yeah, I had that one, and now I'm having pineapple. Um, but and John's I, also joined me on the pineapple life. What do you right. think of that? Oh yeah. But um, so our episode starts out with 
our, our crypt keeper um, with a, like a very funny puns. He says fourth and ghoul instead yes. of fourth and goal. That's mm-hmm. the one I put for my favorite too. Oh, I love that. And mm-hmm. then he says a uh, ghost pattern and instead we're going to run a screen pass and then at the end he has another one but I'll save that for then. Well, well so cute. Well, sports things so, are lost on me. Well, that's what I was saying. So yeah. one of his most convoluted puns that I didn't really understand was at the beginning he says um and uh he's talking about football instead of uh, he has this pun where he says high scaring and I'm like is that supposed to be high scoring? It is. Okay. Mm. Cuz it doesn't doesn't rhyme, rhyme and it doesn't I mean like letters wise it's close other than that you switch the O for the A, but it doesn't rhyme anymore. So, yeah. I mean, as the local jock in in our podcast, yeah, these are all these all hit home to me. Mm-hmm. He's a regular Chet. Yeah, I'm sure a, a Chet. I'm Chet. A Chad's. Are you gonna give us all swirlies after this? I'm gonna give you a wedgie and then a uh-huh. swirly, and then he's gonna take me to prom. Nice. Oh yeah. And then she's gonna dump me there for for. <laughs> and then you're gonna else. ride your motorcycle off a dead man's past. Yeah. <laughs> I would do it. Yeah. Do you know where that is? Can you? I'll take you. I'll take one of your motorcycles and do it. Yeah, okay. Um. So it. It. I can I jump in? Sure. We can start. Um. The, well, the very first thing that the way this episode starts after we get the little crypt keeper bit is a fantastic shot. Oh like, yeah, I love that ceilingness. What is that called? It's like an aerial shot. Aerial shot. Basically, okay. like uh, this is not the only time it happens, but the whole intro, like the very first time you're being introduced to the character of Billy and Virgil, um, it starts overhead and uh, it slowly shows, it, it, it slowly turns and, and moves into different angles. But what's great is it's just Bill Paxton acting like a motherfucking genius, like ripping shit up, looking for burnt cigarettes, doing all this stuff. Yeah. I, I, I'm very bummed out that you didn't get to see this, Cooper. But the, me it, too. But uh, <laughs> Bill, Bill, I am. I was excited to Bill, watch the butter. Bill Paxton is in a, like a white, uh, like a classic wife beater, you know, setup, uh-huh. and he's got all these tattoos, and he's like frantically like, searching around this room. And I thought of you the first time I watched it. I was like, this is from when Cooper and I lived together. This is you looking for the onion that you claimed that I stole from you. <laughs> Because he's literally like thrashing the room, and I was like, "This is literally when Coop and I lived together." He accused he accused me of stealing his wife and Riley. Me and Riley the rat. You made a pasta sauce with it, and I know you did. I showed you the receipt, and we've recorded this whole story before. No, but it was listeners want to hear it again. It literally reminded like he's like just thrashing around the room, and and Cooper, where's my? I got a text. Where's my damn onion? And like, why is he like coughing and growling? Well, he wants his Hawaiian punch. Yes, that's what is that what he's really looking for? And why for? does he like play with the butter pack like that? Like it's a cigarette pack, right? Yes, there's a scene where well, he's, uh, quit, he's quit smoking, and so now he's gone to butter. <laughs> Probably healthier. Okay, I feel like it'd be harder to traffic butter in jail. Like he just got a jail out of for Maybe two years. Maybe that's why he's about that butter Dude, life. Dude, butter has a lot he's of uses in it. jail. It also goes like that sounds, that sounds dirty. Lube. It also goes in a lot easier, yeah. I feel like yeah, it'd be like more of a margarine thing. Right in the butthole. It's right up there. And then he does one of my favorite things in movies is like he gets the butter out and then he does like the flip the chair around so like the back is facing forward and sits on it like that. The I'm... old Michelle Pfeiffer from uh, Dangerous Minds. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Gotta love um, that music video. I love him from the beginning. Yeah. He's, oh, yes. he's so charismatic and it's so great. Um, he's carrying like... 
Well, not even carrying. Like, everybody in this, I feel like, is at the top of their game. Brings it, yeah. Um, but, yeah, Billy uh, sits down, and he starts uh, watching cartoons, and his simpleton brother, Virgil, is reading a, uh, a Western comic book, and he starts talking about, uh, what, Billy the Kid? Uh, Jesse James. Jesse James, excuse me. And what is the name of this uh, comic book? Jesse James vs. Predator. Yes. Which... Bill Paxton would face off in Predator in uh, Predator Two, uh huh, and and then um, one year later, uh, People in Brass Horses came out, uh huh, and he would play Jesse James' brother in Frank in in uh, Frank and Jesse. Well, that's kind of fun. It is definitely fun, and also this issue comes back later in this episode. Yep. Um, but I, what I really enjoyed about it was uh, it seemed to be completely separated. This is like Western. This is science fiction. And uh, it, I was wondering if this was originally based on an old EC comics from like the 50s. That's probably if someone was reading a comic book, it would have been a Western. So uh, the Simpleton brother is able to kind of compare um, his relationship with his brother with uh, these two outlaws. Yeah, I I, I think I thought that was a it, it sets the tone very early and and really cements it, which I, which I thought was really a, a nice factor too. It it starts to build up this thing where there's the, the older brother who's kind of overbearing, but also like realizes when he lashes out, like he's const- It's like an abusive relationship, basically. It really is. Um, and in fact, I feel like uh, if you got I don't know if you guys caught any of the music cues, but I feel like they played very lighthearted music whenever he hits his mentally challenged brother. They're like. This is pretty fucking dark, so yeah, it, let's play some it, bum, 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 like yeah. weird stuff. He hits him, and then he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And then he starts talking about they want to do this heist. And I'm like, you know what? I don't think I ever want to do a heist with someone who's wearing overalls. <laughs> Why not? That's a lot of pockets. A lot of pockets. But and, like, mobility. What's well, wrong with overalls? So I grew up wearing them. Well, I then... wouldn't trust myself in a heist oh, either. That's what it is. He just got out of, uh, out of prison. He was in San Quentin. Yes, which is where you go if you're like on death row of like the war, like as someone who, he was there for two whole years, two whole years, and then he also asks his uh, asks his brother, he's like, "Did you serve two years?" And I'm like, "Well, if it's your brother, you'd know if he served two years in prison." I know you're trying to flex on him, but come on now, come on dude's now. a simpleton. So we later find out why he was in jail because he was stealing from the ice cream truck. Yeah, this all comes back to ice cream. I mean, isn't that who you would logically steal from, right? This whole... All them dollar bills. The whole plot of this episode is so preposterous and off the wall that it's, like, crazy. I love it. Um, so, so this, this is what he get introduced to Mr. Bird. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so so Billy's like, let's go get some ice cream. I got some unfinished business to settle. Eat a little ice cream. Yes, and we uh, see uh, the, the actor... Um, uh, what is his name again? His name is uh, Michael Lerner. He's mm-hmm. a heavy set dude, and he's an ice cream man. And besides just slinging ice cream out of a truck, he also does a puppet show. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if Mr. this puppet is this the the trivia nugget that you had. Uh, the kid? No. Oh no! Do do tell. So in this episode, you know, he's like, "Hold on, kids! I want to do a little puppet show for you." And then in the back window, a puppet shows up and it starts talking. Tom, I'm wondering if you clocked that voice of the puppet. Nope. I I owe you. Uh, I have to finish my drink then. It is during our break. A little character from a show called Ninja Turtles, the voice of Leonardo. No way. Did this. This guy's done hundreds of voices. Wow. And from the cartoon series. Yep. No. And the movie. Yeah. 
way. This, yeah, this dude. Fuck, really? Yep. And I was like, I almost Jesus. let that slip to you the other day. Drink up, boy. All right. Anyway. Um, Fuck. The whole the whole thing is this, is that there's a, the whole little song and dance with this little puppet thing. Not literally, um, but. Don't give it away. Virgil says, they, they end up calling this guy the puppet man. Um, it's like a, a slang kind of uh, shorthand for him. And uh, he, yeah, this is what you were talking about, Tom. There's a kid there, very memorable looking kid. Where do we know him from? He's the, the, the blind kid from Hook. He's not blind in Hook. Yeah, he's the one that feels uh, his face. I know, but it wasn't because he was blind. He's like, he's like realizing that <laughs> Peter Pan grew older. No, he he's blind. He blind. Yeah, he's I really blind. don't think what that guy is blind. Because he's not looking at him, he's just feeling his no, face, he's and he's like looking right away at him. him. Yeah, well, you don't know where he's—he doesn't know where he's looking. <laughs> listen, blind. listen, listen. That is that is a wild claim. I love that you're going to do that. Are we going to? Are you doing a little googling right now? No, I'm blind. just getting angry. <laughs> Well, the, the 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 fat kid who says, "Oh, there you are, Peter from Hook." Oh, the fat kid. The, oh, the yeah. no, the That's fat a different bl- kid. Maybe Forrest Whitaker. No, the blind kid. No, the blind kid. <laughs> oh, he's not fucking blind. First of all, the little kid who touches his face is like very little. Why oh. is he touching his face? Because he's like, oh my god, it's my friend Peter. Why do you touch his face? Don't you touch faces? Don't you? If I was blind, it's Father's Day I coming would up. Be is that what you're doing your dad's faces yep. constantly? Oh, for. <laughs> It's you, Papa yeah. Cooper. <laughs> I'm gonna really start you. greeting you boys at the door like that. Yeah, you, you should to make sure it's really us, mm-hmm. not a hologram. Anyway, or anything other than the reptile you usually are, huh, Tom? Well, I mean, yeah, I can change form, so it doesn't matter. I can adapt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, 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 Billy walks up and is like, has some beef with this guy. You know, because yeah. he got him fight. Be basically, this guy ratted on him, and he got sent to prison. He cuts the Cause... kids in line, and uh, I I wrote it down right here exactly what happened between him and the ice cream man. Um, well, w- before he even crosses the street, he goes like this. He goes, "Yep, there he is in his ice cream truck. Some things never change, no matter how long you've been away." I'm like, dude, it's been two years. You think he's not yeah. still slinging ice cream? Like. Such a funny claim. They were old vendor buddies. Yes. So Mr. Bird, the ice cream man, he sent him for to jail for trimming profits and selling merchandise on the side. So he's an ice cream salesman, presumably, and he's selling ice cream to other people for less money, and that got him sent to jail for two years. Again, ridiculous, preposterous. Were you guys? Were you any of you guys a big fan? Like. Was the ice cream truck a big thing for you guys? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. I would like chase after it. Yeah. All right, go really? around the table. Everyone's favorite ice cream truck treat. I like the ones that are shaped like character heads that taste really good. Yes. I don't even know what kind of ice cream that it, is. It's like, like yeah. over-processed. But there's a whole, like, there doesn't really even matter the shape. It always has that, like, lovely sherbet Would you creamy... call it buttery? Oh, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> what about, I'm th- the ones I think... You're think or you're talking about it, or like the ones that have like a gumball for a nose sometimes mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, too. Yeah. The Tweety Bird, the Ninja Turtle, the Ninja Turtle one turned by Spider Man Head, SpongeBob, Hello Kitty. Ooh, I never had one of those. Yeah, it's a little too old, a little too young for us. Sonic. Wait, the Hedgehog. Sonic. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's my one. favorite though. Did you guys have one in the where you grew up in the? Yeah, they have what, them everywhere. What was your favorite, Coop? Snowstorm. Snow. 
<laughs> he just stared off in the distance yeah. like he was in an actual snowstorm. Ooh, you know What's what else I really like? I really like the it's strawberry It's just like shortcake. a cookies and cream. Oh, cup. yeah. Oh, or Choco Tacos. I was just going to say, mm. go to Choco, Choco Taco. Choco Taco is unbelievable. Never liked and it. then the classic um, ice, ice cream sandwich with the chocolate bits around the ice cream part, too. Those are, mm. Oh, it's it? No. That's a, uh, for no, those listeners, store. if you're not from oh. the Bay Area, you may not be familiar with it. It's a, because it's a, a Bay Area, California thing. It's, it is two oatmeal cookies between, like, outside of an ice cream, making a sandwich, and then coated in chocolate. It's good. And it's amazing. Yeah. The mint is heaven. The mint is my favorite. Yeah. I don't like the mint that much. Okay, you know, I'm going to pick up a pack for us. We deserve it. Yeah, yeah, pick yeah. Pick up a yeah. pack. Um, no, I'm not going to tell that story. It's too sad. <laughs> oh no! Now you have to. No, it's We're not. Here, no, no, bud. no. That's not fun. It's not All right. good. Okay, I'll just tell you guys, and probably and then we'll cut it out. Okay. But the ice cream man. Our local ice cream man who would go around to like the middle school. Yeah. After 9-11, all the kids started calling him Osama bin Laden because he had a turban and a big beard. I think he's the guy really that upset. is in my neighborhood. Was he a and Sikh? The fu- yeah. Okay. I think. That's so weird because they're not Muslim. Well, I, but well, yeah, but all the kids saw was he has a turban and a beard, so okay. they called him Osama bin Laden. I think that's or the guy that... they call him Al-Qaeda. I think that literally is the guy that does the ice cream truck in my neighborhood in Berkeley. Really? It's possible. Well, I'm, there's probably a lot of these, like, Sikh, you said? Mm-hmm. It's a good money. A lot of people seeking employment in yeah. the ice cream field. Get yeah, it? I remember one time as a, I don't know, twenty-one-year-old okay. hearing the ice cream truck and being so excited because I was high out of my mind that I just burst out the door and ran after it, probably like three or four blocks in bare feet, uh, in like a ninety-degree day, and my feet were fucked up. Did you even um, have any money? I put the ice creams against my feet before yeah. I ate them. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> And, uh, oh, John. I mean, they, and they're still there. Listen, <laughs> it's just headless feet up. Controversial opinion. To it, when you get a frozen speed. treat, you don't want it to be fully frozen. You want it to be no. a little warmed up. I don't want it to be foot warm. Well, you know, okay, whatever. It's mm. an otter pop. So, you put it between your thigh, you put it between your knee. You know what I mean? Like, or you, my yeah. palms. Not warm or enough. Just leave no, it sitting out. You're putting it in your pits. There's no, not I enough the surface my, area in your hands. Back of my knees for sure. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Maybe my knees are like my elbows, but I feel like you're getting some real crevice work that I wouldn't be down with. Mm-hmm. Right. Nothing like some crevice work. <laughs> That's what I always say. If I was a lady, I'd probably put it. Uh, John, <laughs> no. I, I have a, a very similar situation that happened to me once when I was I was down on Long Island visiting my friend, and there was like 12 of us. We were probably 16 years old. Got just blasted out of our minds stoned and like there was a moment of silence and we heard the ice cream truck and like we all literally did the same thing like chase it we had shoes on our feet because we're not savages but we just <laughs> chased them down and like all bought these things and then like four or five of the, the homies i was hanging out with like secretly like jumped on the back of the ice cream truck and it's like rode it down for like three block three blocks and i was like those guys are cool Guys are they're cool. not they were not cool i thought they were i liked that story no they were fun i, I remember like watching them go and i was like i'm too scared scaredy tom <laughs> to to do that well evidently working in an ice cream truck is extremely lucrative yeah you can make up you can have up to 500 single dollar bills in your uh in your wallet or whatever it was that he had like that's what i'm saying like it's just the, the logic is so funny to be like all right, I just got out of jail. If I'm going to violate my parole and fuck everything up for my life with no hope of returning back to, like, you know, mundane, whatever, uh, citizen, uh, I'm going to go rob an ice cream truck. The exact profession I just was working in, like, 
if you if you were smart about it, you'd be like, all right, I'm gonna go something that won't be tied directly back to me from something I did before. Like he's like, no, I'm gonna go rob the guy that fucking got me put into prison. But it's such payoff, all those one dollar bills. Oh yeah. So yeah, Mr. Bird, the ice cream truck man, is rich for all intents and purposes. Oh. He he's been slinging these ice cream cones to kids. So hard that he's got money he doesn't know what to do with. There's a scene where, like, uh, Billy, the uh, Bill Paxton character, he rolls up and he's like, yeah, do you have this whatever? Butter, butter, nut, butter brick. And then he does have butterscotch, though. Yeah. He, he loves butter so it's much. got to be butter, though. He pushes the fat kid from Hook out of the way. He's like, here, eat some butter, kid. The, the, blind, uh, the blind kid? No. The, the kid from Hook. Oh, the blind kid, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and... Uh, we find out like Billy is he's he's practically hypnotized by seeing a stack of one dollar bills in a little lockbox. Okay. Oh yeah, he basically did like a adi 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 reexamine reexamine. Yeah, spins Steam. spins the, the little pinwheel on his hat. Gotta love that. Um yeah, and he and he uh, kind of like forces him. He's like, oh, thanks for ratting me out, and can I get two butterscotches? Just plain butterscotch, no ice cream or anything. I know. It was like, like a little... Make it two. Yeah. And they came in like little styrofoam KFC side containers. <laughs> yeah. They're... <laughs> is this mashed potatoes and gravy? No, no. It's just butterscotch. It looked like gravy. Hey, butterscotch is this thing you suck on that your grandma gives you. Yeah. That's I mean... the flavor. Wait. What's butter... So does... Butterscotch oh, but... is like caramel. And in my yeah. opinion, butterscotch is, is supersedes uh, caramel. No. They're really? both They're both the same that thing. That is controversial, they both, John. They are both um, like burnt butter flavors. Ooh, you know what I like? I had a friend who had a candy thermometer and would make caramel and butterscotch very frequently. And when you have one... That's another. Have that Kexi, uh, Pepsi Coke challenge. So good. You know what my favorite burnt... Butter flavor is toffee. Toffee's mm. great too. Uh, I have a big problem with toffee though. Is that in it comes the, with chocolate? Yeah, in the Beat United em. States, you cannot get toffee without chocolate or nuts or both. Yeah, it annoys me too, actually. But you can make it yourself. I've done that before. But I've yeah, gone I to specialty kit, shops. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So where do you get your toffee from? Unless you don't want to blow up your sores. No, dude. I don't. Want... Come on now. Come on, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ron. <laughs> Ron, the toffee guy. No, no comment. <laughs> all right, so uh, we got uh, Billy. Kind of comes up with this idea. He's like, "All right, I wanted to uh, pull a big heist, and I now see that there are several one dollar bills in this ice cream truck." Uh, Mister Bird is now our new target. So, well, isn't it kind of also like he wants to hit like that? I thought Mister Bird was like the secondary target, kind of. He he is, but like we, like he kind of files that away in his brain. He's like, "This dude's got." cash so uh we, we can hit him up later but his his i think the main heist is to rob the factory or the distribution center mr. that makes all these cheap ass ice creams yeah mr mrs graf funger or whatever her name is yeah but i think his obsession with getting revenge on mr bird is what leads him to get kind of obsessed with uh with with robbing the guy for all his bills because it's only 500 bucks this, like I said, this whole thing is like a house of cards, ready to fall apart upon uh, examination. Uh, if you, like, again, if somebody's making this episode back in 1950, I could understand maybe an ice cream sale, like salesman, like having enough money to get by. But like, this is a this is like a side hustle. Who's selling ice cream as their primary source of income? You have to like really be hustling. 
Yeah, well, there's two sides to every story, if you know what I mean. Oh, behave. Yeah. All right, and we just took a little uh, baby break because we wanted to make sure that um, Coop Nasty, Mr. Big Sniff himself, uh, was up to date on stuff. So we watched the episode real quick uh, during a little short break. And now we can get back to it and have Coop uh, sound off on some of his opinions about That's stuff. right. And boy, am I glad to be a part of the discussion. All right. Well, so uh, where we uh, last <laughs> left our characters, we had Billy and Virgil. Uh, they have this um, scheme to uh, make some money by robbing their uh, boss, this woman named Miss Graffunger. And uh, she runs the uh, depot where they keep all of these ice creams. They got the Choco Tacos. They got the Rocket Pops. They got all that good stuff. What was it <laughs> called? Tasty Treat? Quality. Quality. Cream? <laughs> That's not right. It's definitely not that. I think it was quality. It was quality. I can't remember. It was quality something. That sounds so good quality. too. Yeah. You, you guys just watched it two minutes ago, and I mean, that part was. I was focusing on the important stuff, butter, yeah. of course. Um, so uh, Virgil and Cooter uh, are <laughs> basically the idiot kind of uh, whatever numbskulls that uh, help move things in this. Uh, ice cream storage facility and i was commenting to coop about how funny it is that they have this big warehouse only part of it's refrigerated and for yeah. the rest of the space in their warehouse they just keep <laughs> random wooden pallets and boxes full of melted ice cream i guess because they're gonna freeze it and yeah it. or so, dehydrated maybe mr bird oh, uh ice cream. mr True. bird he shows up and he's in his ice cream truck as usual with his little white uniform and hat and yes. he just backs it in and he's like Fill her up. I'm not getting out of the car. You figure that shit I out. I imagine they'd have like a gas style pump just full of fucking ice cream. I like that. Fill up the back of that. Some I would soft have serve. One of those. Also, I know we already kind of went over this, like who the guy is and everything. Mm-hmm. But watching it, I was like, he looked really familiar to me at first. I was like, oh, it looks like Newman. You're talking about, <laughs> oh, uh, Michael Lerner. Yeah, the Michael Lerner. Bird. He's the fucking mayor of New York City in Godzilla 1999. Yep. How did I forget that? That's what was bugging me. I was like, where do I fucking know that face and that voice from? Yeah, anyway. Yeah, he's a character actor who's done a lot of stuff, and we totally love him. Um, but he's there to go pick up his ice cream shipment. Mm-hmm. And he's not sh- picking up anything. He's there to get it dropped off. Well, yeah. Uh, the uh, Miss Graffunger, she's like, okay, it's going to be $156 to completely re-up your supply of like you know shitty ice cream treats that you're selling for like maybe a buck fifty back at the time. Not bad turnover if you walk away with $500. Listen, all I know is that uh, you know Bill Paxton's character, he got sent to jail <laughs> because he was trimming his profits and selling merchandise on the side. So, so that's he was a- working for Mr. Bird. Or I or Miss Graffunger. Yeah, Graffunger, I think is what it, I think Mr. Bird is the one who like sounded off like was the, the whistleblower. So he's uh. is he making more money on a black market of selling ice cream not to children? I, and then they're having a resale thing at like a liquor store? <laughs> like I thought what? it was like he's stealing the ice cream so that way it's free to him and then selling it at cheaper prices so people would want to buy it from him so he gets all profit okay so okay so mr bird says he's trimming his profits so he's making less profit by selling his merchandise on the side so how is mr bird getting so rich from selling to children like that's the most lucrative way because you're tricking a child maybe i could picture like you can overcharge the ice cream instead of being like you know 50 cents that it's worse you can charge a kid a dollar 50 
Yeah, but kids typically aren't carrying a lot of cash. Doesn't seem like a good, doesn't seem like a wise idea, you know? Why do you know so much about how much money kids are carrying around? Because I was once a kid. Oh, okay. And at most, I had a couple bucks in my Were you pocket. a little sniff? I was the little tiny sniff. You're the original sniff. Yeah. And then my little son, Jack, is the junior sniff. Mm. Little sniff. That's his dog. That's right. Wait, uh, isn't, isn't the other one junior sniff? No. No, oh, that's Sniffy J. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, 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 Billy shows up and he knocks Cooter unconscious. And uh, uh, I love that Cooter, Cooter's like, "I don't wear short pants." <laughs> short <laughs> pants, yeah. yeah. It's a it's a great little bit that he does. Uh, Billy do knocks him unconscious. Do you, were they Jankos? You think Jankos? those short pants? Yeah, those were, are long pants. Jankos weren't out yet, and like wide. What year did this episode come out? Uh, Ninety three. Okay, so Jankos were out probably. Yeah. Jankos are coming back, by the way. Fucking Gen Z, don't get me started. Listen, right. everyone, we love Gen Z. we're all coming out of a pandemic. There's a lot of people put on a little extra pounds. They want to wear those loose-fitting clothes. Are good to hide and also, it. it's nostalgia. You know, maybe it feels good to kind of have something of comfort to throw back to, you know, fashion-wise. Like me and Tom were talking about, you got to have those uh, chain wallet and the airwalks. And you got to have the non-skip dude, bro. Bro. I look up a picture of, like, Spice Girls 1996, and it's every Gen Z girl's, uh, like, Style mm. now the pants with no uh, pockets in the back, a t- tight tube top, um, uh, middle part hair, and really baggy low ride jeans. Mm. I mean, can if, that, if you're you wear wearing that? like a midriff shirt that's showing off how tight your body is, but then deliberately wearing that's loose baggy pants, you know, it's like I'm wearing this just because I want to, not because I have to, because I have an unflattering body or whatever. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a power move. It's you know what I mean? It is a power move, and totally. it's, frankly, it's arrogant. And you gotta have that belly button ring there too. Yeah, that's coming back in a big way. Anyway, we're getting totally off. <laughs> Off point here. So, uh, basically, uh, Billy uh, talks to Virgil, and he's like, okay, so remember the plan. You go in, and you restrain Miss Graffunger, and keep the safe door open, and I'll come in there, and I'll take the cash, and then we'll, like, make our getaway. Yeah. Um, but uh, Virgil is trying to impress his brother. He's like, you know what? I can't stand this lady who's, like, making fun of me constantly. Um, and she's like totally lame so he gets in there and he has a uh, a shiv basically uh coop you saw this it's, oh, it's um, a trench knife wait is this before or after uh cooter gets fucking just oh yeah he got one cooter, punched cooter's already knocked out cooter's yeah. knocked out and we don't see tom no we don't tom little, right and they call him little tom well yeah. they they said that the district supervisor called him in so that's well, that, why that, that that was their excuse being like oh where's so and so and cooter comes off as actually being like a cool guy he's like oh what's up it's your brother uh billy whatever and billy's like hey what's up and then just one punches him he's a friendly simpleton yeah definitely um i'd be friends with cooter well um bill paxton billy billy he is not a nice guy no i mean he's been in jail he's a hardened criminal (laughs) yeah um but uh uh he hides out and then all of a sudden Virgil shows back up and he's covered in blood. He's like, you know what? I took care of her. Yes. Did we? Did we not talk about when he's like, yeah, give her a titty twister or two? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was basically like, I can tell you're mad at your boss, and obviously you want to get some revenge. Well, because he gets a wild look in his eyes, and he's like, yeah, I want to hurt her. And then Billy's like, yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. 
Give twist her, her titties. <laughs> twist her nips. Yeah, but then you can tell Not Vir- nice Virgil thing. has something else. Yeah, there's some strong To Kill a Mockingbird vibes, for sure. Well, uh, Virgil um, goes in the room with uh, uh, his boss uh, and uh, Miss Graffunger. And Beautiful woman. Cuts away, and he's like, I did it, Billy. I did it. And he's covered in blood, and he's like, you dumb idiot. Like, what the hell did you do? And then all of a sudden, we see Miss Graffunger crawling across the floor in her, like, pink pantsuit. Puking blood. Yeah, and she's, like, coughing up blood. It's super, like, graphic, and I love it. And uh, he doesn't uh, – Billy doesn't want to get into the view of uh, Mr. Bird. He doesn't want to be seen in the rearview window. So he has an ice pick. And he's like swiping at her and swiping it's at her. It's a hook. Yeah, it Which is. Which goes hook. back to, to the, the blind hook. kid. Yeah, the hook. He's not blind. He is blind. I think you meant to say black. Yeah, he's black. not blind. By the he's way, he's blind. No, he's not. He's Did you look it up? Not. I, I don't have to look it up. Uh, we all need to rewatch <laughs> Hook. Okay. I will do my. That's best. homework here for the next the episode. Train right now. All right. Wait, uh, wait, wait. I want to bring something up really fast, please. And I want to derail this episode. Of course. <laughs> No, but I just want to say I was getting vibes from a... Remember Dusk Till Dawn? Mm-hmm. Never. It's very, very similar dynamic here. How so? The brothers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Except Quentin uh, the Quentin Tarantino character is yeah. more fucked up in the head and less stupid. Yeah, he's, more, he's like, more of just a psycho. Yeah. But, like, still you have, like, one more put-together brother and one, like, brother yeah. who's... One person who's crazy. who's, like, the mastermind yeah. and the other person who's, like, a... They're a yin, not, a yin not and reliable. yang. Not a yin and yang, because it's like the the yin and yang would be the opposite, but the same. Yeah. But these two are working together in tangent. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like a it's like a fucking think about uh, Pinky and the Brain. <laughs> yeah, well, come on, Tom. Think about Pinky and the Brain. <laughs> yeah. In the brain, brain. It's a classic brain. duo. Anyway, let's move along. Anyway, the blood I love stains. The timing of the her scream and the honk of the horn. Yeah. Right? Yeah, just drowns it out. What terrible timing for for her, at least. I thought it was fantastic because it allowed Billy to, you know, get her with the ice pick. Yeah. It was an ice hook, and he missed, like, four or five times and then just solo shouted it, like, like out of a video game. He was just like, boom, right through the skull, and I'm just going to pull you across. And, like, so proud of Oh, yeah, he was super stoked. I mean, it's the first time that his stupid-ass plan is actually going to work out. So Mm -hmm. it's great. and Except... Then, when the truck dries off, they return to the office, and the safe is closed. But, yeah, okay, so... Dumbass Virgil, let I was, close the safe. Again, I just rewatched this with Coop a second ago. Mr. Bird's, like, checking his watch insistently. Like, he has somewhere very important to go that he needs to, like, leave that moment. It's like, why not just hang out? Like, yeah. what yeah. pressing thing do you have? Maybe well, his... Maybe, well, what? we learn later the twist, so maybe it's something to do with the twist. Well, maybe Billy it was is. Like, get out of maybe the car. somebody has to take a shit. Mm-hmm. I was going to say that. Yeah. Well, Billy was like, get out of the truck, get out of the truck, which I didn't really get because there's no one else around and he has a gun. It's like, just go rob him. Why does he have to be out of the truck? All the other, um, I don't know, simpletons that are employed <laughs> by this ice cream company <laughs> loading up trucks. It's like, Mr. Bird is always on time. <laughs> yeah. And he always, like, shoots me down. So, yeah, yeah. Cooter and, and Shooter and Pooter, <laughs> they're all fucking working the wood uh, wooden pallets that they just are moving around all day. Yeah. Um, did we pass the point already when, it, I think it was my favorite line of the entire episode was uh, when, um, there's two lines, actually. It, uh, they ask uh, Bill Paxton, um, Wormtail, Wormtongue asks. Wormtail? 
Wormtongue asks him, like, what do we do after this? And he's like, well, uh, life without parole. Mm-hmm. And then when he also realizes that he had killed or, like, basically killed uh, whatever her name was. Miss Grafunger. <laughs> he's like, you fucking idiot. He says it, like, the most casual way. Like, I feel like it was, I don't know. It was my favorite delivery of the episode was... Bill Paxton is just like, you fucking Dude, idiot. Dude, every opportunity, every time that Bill Paxton is on camera, he is magical, and I love it. Sells it so hard. Very talented. Like, you could have had way worse off actors working with him, and he still would have elevated them to yeah. a higher level but yeah, with, yeah, his, with his performance. With. Yeah, a little bit goes a long way, you know what I mean? It was great. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're not... We're not there yet. Anyway, yeah. So, uh, as Kiri said, um, the safe is closed. That's right. Now so they have to change the plan. Billy needs to regroup. So he's like, uh, what are we going to do? And Virgil's like, well, didn't you say the puppet man, Mr. Bird, has all these money, all these singles? All these money. Yeah. Take a drink. <laughs> it's nothing but $1 like, bills. You he never $500. You yeah. don't even see a five. Like, it's all $1 it bills. Is, and it's not yeah, even like that many $1 bills. It's definitely like it's not 500, 500. right? You look like about 100 bucks. That's what I'm saying. So you're going to risk your whole parole the rest of your life upon $500. Yeah. Like, this is it. We'll go to Mexico and live high on the hog for the yeah. rest of our lives. Shit, for depending on which state you're in, you get on fucking death row. And when when um when he's paying off uh Miss Fogbottom whatever her name is like <laughs> Fogbottom he he like counts off like a, it's like $168 he's like that's how much you owe me and he like just like doesn't even count it off he's like and then there you go that's 168 He works with bucks. ones enough to know what yeah. it feels like. It would make sense that he only has ones cuz I mean I've haggled with an ice cream truck But would it really make sense if you could just go quarters. to the bank and get a $100 bill? Yeah, I guess you could do no, that. No, you can't do that when you have the twist. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> the, the the bankers that come out to the ice cream truck. You're going to drive through yeah. bank. I feel like he would have mostly. Would it fit through? A, Thank you. Would it fit through the, you know, they always have the thing on the top, though. The I could clearance. see him showing up directly and paying cash ones, but. Him? Uh, yeah, him. Or them. <laughs> We're not. Don't spoil. Are you saying that Mr. Bird is trans? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I was they. being insensitive. They. They, I'm not going to assume his gender. I like that. It's yes. good attitude. It's 2021. All right, all right. So we have uh, Virgil and Billy have now uh, re-strategized. They're like, instead of trying to get the money out of the safe from Miss Grafunger, we're going to go to Mr. Bird's house, and we're going to take him for everything he's got. <laughs> so they show up at his house, coming through the front door. Ooh, we got beads, by the way. Yeah. Oh, I loved how when they go into his place, like he emerges from these like this like beaded curtain like bedroom i think i'm not sure i think what it, was it was the kitchen he tells dum-dum to go and check what happens in the bedroom what happens in the and bedroom. yeah mr bird mr <laughs> bird uh pops out through a beaded curtain and i know uh, about you guys but every time i've ever stepped through a beaded curtain it sucks uh-huh. like it's like something that's meant for a head shop like to go in the back or like you know the porn <laughs> section of an old vhs like rental place yeah, yeah. you don't want to have a beaded curtain in your house I'm not piss you off i've, I've gone to like parties where like they're like yeah come through back this place and like I expecting I was gonna like get stoned and and then I'm just like oh god I hate everybody in this fucking room right now dude I had one for my bathroom when I lived I remember that, that. Longridge, yeah when we lived I together. bet that really helped with the smell <laughs> yeah but I'll tell you what it what the worst thing about it was it was super cheap and it was basically I'll tell this real quick it was like just what it was like thin metal wires with beads attached mm-hmm. 
Um, and so it would constantly fall apart. And so the beads would fall off. And so instead of beads on certain ones, you just have these metal fucking wire hooks hanging like fucking Hellraiser. Sounds safe. And you'd walk through and it'd get caught like on your eyebrow. I just picture Rebecca waking up and just seeing like Cooper like caught up in the fucking wire. Just suspended. Like thrashing around like a, like a fly say, caught in a I spider sweat. Jesus wept. Yeah. Gotta love that movie. Yeah, it's great. Right. So uh, we we have uh, uh, Virgil and we have Billy and they've just broken into Mr. Bird's house. He steps out and Virgil again, just like he did with uh, Miss Grafunger, he gets a little hot headed and makes some impulsive choices. Blows his fucking head off, right? Mm-hmm. Kiri, yep. you were about to say that. I was thinking how they destroy the house searching for money. Yeah. Oh, he he does a just just kicking everything over so this is the same type of thing that we were talking about before yes this is an aerial shot that starts above him and you just see like all the like physicality like the work like the spatial work that he's doing to like slam things and knock things over and he's like pulling like lids of pots and pans out of the pantry and uh it's great he's killing it and then um it's it's getting cooper looking for his onion (laughs) yeah (laughs) But all of a sudden, in the freezer, they find an ice cream box. Well, yeah. Did we mention um, Virgil blows the head off of Mr. Bird? Completely. Yeah. Like, half of his face, like, is blown off. I love it. Again, it's Tales from the Crypt. You got to love that violence. You got to love that gore. Um, You weren't getting that in any other TV show at the time. This is true. I just got to say. But, yes. Proceed. Oh, uh, they find a freezer full of ice cream boxes, and they are filled. Not with ice cream, (laughs) y'all. They're filled with money. Cold, hard cash. Only $1 right. bills, though. $1 That's the big currency. Bills. There's like $100 per Well, thing. that's that's what's so like funny about this, because you're like, well, if this was written in 1950, a dollar probably like $10, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, Well, 1990s. 1993, this is like mm-hmm. But again, like it's an adaptation bucks. from an old episode. I think it was Vault of Terror was, was what oh. the, the source material was. Yeah. Yeah. They really should have had it take place in the... 50s still right then those dollar oh, bill obsession would have made better the sense the dollar bills yeah. would have been and the leather jacket mm-hmm. would have made more sense i agree with that so he's yelling for virgil right he's like celebrating their good fortune where is his bro where his bro he can't find him you'll never believe what i found what no, no, no. I was no, just saying that's what. No, something. We had one too many. Um, I'm feeling Apple good. Y'all. No, I, I actually looked, looked over at John too. I was like, did he no, pull out a fucking shotgun? <laughs> fucking. That's what Billy would say to Virgil. He's like, yeah. he's like, you gotta get in here. You'll never believe this. Yeah. And he goes out to find his brother, but he doesn't find him. Nope. That's right. And the ice cream man's body, y'all, it's gone. Mm-hmm. It's gone off the floor. That's right. Yes. But now shotgun blast goes off. Oh, and you know what else goes off is uh, the, the bottom, bottom of his, of his leg. leg. Yeah. <laughs> Completely. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And we see that the ice cream man, he's alive. Yeah, Mr. Bird. He's fine? Pops, How could this be? He pops through the uh, beaded curtain. And again, uh, Billy Pars- asks himself the same thing. He's like, how's this? I killed you or whatever. Yeah. He killed you. Yeah. And uh, oh. things start to not add up. Mm-hmm. But he. So. Okay. Sorry. Keep going. Back. Well, I was just going to say, um, basically, Mr. Bird is now uh, back intact. And he's like, you know what? You killed my brother. I killed yours. And now I'm going to kill you. Did. He... So the thing I was going to say is, did he. Um, when he reveals that he killed Virgil. Mm hmm. It looks like he like strangled him with the beads. 
I don't. I didn't. I didn't. Because he was like, hang, there, he definitely is hanging from the bees. I don't know if they, no, he's not hanging I he was from just the bees. Pulling him through. Yeah, he was just pulling him through. He killed him somehow without the shotgun because we yes. didn't hear a shot. Exactly. See, that's why I thought that. So I on my watches through this, I I thought that it. Oh, that like took he, him out. He like choked him out oh. from the beads because no. if you if I it wasn't the beads. He probably beat watch him it again tonight and, and uh, you you and I work together tomorrow. Sure. No. I just watched it 15 minutes ago. It was not the beats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's right. not the beats. Well, I'm I, I strongly disagree, which they I do. did well, okay, you're you're entitled to your opinion. Thank so you. he tells a story about his brother Earl. Mr. Bird is saying this. That's right. And we see his back. Yep. And he oh, has a twin whoa. brother. Oh, with yes. the other Mr. No, 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 Bird. Not just the twin the brother. Twin brothers connected I feel at like the we've ass. Fumbled this reveal a bit. No, okay. This is the first time we're letting it like conjoined. drop right now. They're conjoined Siamese twins connected at the ass. Yeah. First Who? question: How do Who? you wipe your ass? Who poops? <laughs> no, no, they both poop. But but where does it go? Everyone. It poops. goes between them. They two assholes <laughs> connected at the lower back. But who wipes? How do they wipe? Maybe they don't. You, you sit Maybe side, they so share an you, you sit. Here's the toilet, and you both sit this way, sideways, sideways, off the side. Yes, yes. Uh, and then you poop down there. But the wipe. who who's wiping is probably a Rochambeau kind of thing. You know, you you, you do a little rock paper scissors. Well, no, I think it's I did it last time. It's your turn now. I don't think they wipe at all, and I think that's why he was so impatient. He's like my fucking ass. You know, they have bitches. a uh, chore wheel. They have a wipe <laughs> wheel. Yeah, then you spin it once a week. And be like, all right, I guess I'm wiping this week. I ha- actually the the wiping was how they got the uh, the Chaco Taco. Were they? they both? For it, <laughs> wrong. Were they both wearing the Mr. Bird uniform? They're both wearing white uh, ice cream man suits, okay. and that's the reveal about how he was so good at being what you thought was a um, oh a puppet, a what do you call a puppeteer person, yeah. whatever yeah, they call puppeteer. them. Um, because that's why you know, in the beginning he's like drinking the water and or like whatever, and like his voice just sounds so perfect. Leonardo. Yeah, so he, so basically, he's getting revenge because his brother is dead on his back, on his butt. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. and he's like lifting him up. So, uh, w- one part of Mr. Bird is a fully intact human being with a uh, twin connected at his ass with the head half blown off. Oh yeah, and the one that now is alive is unstable, and he's like, "You're going down." And the way he kills him. Not by shooting him, by beating him in the face with the butt of a gun. Yep. That's quite a brutal way to go, I gotta yeah, say. Yeah, this was awesome. Yeah. Um, and then we get our little, you know, final moments from the end of the episode where... That's right. He's hard at work, back in his truck, and... Uh, Mr. Bird. Yes. He's a busy bird. Well, it's okay. <laughs> so there's nice. spray paint on the outside of this truck that says, Half Price uh, Ice Cream. Oh, because he's. Okay, oh, there was yeah. so many good. Because points. he's half a person. Is that yep, what you're I thinking? Think so. Because, I mean, well, logically, he's half the money to support himself now. What oh, are you talking al- about? Like, there, there was also like a nice hard R word uh, during the death scene too. He's like, yes. "What are you fucking?" He says the R word. R word. Yeah. Um, but what's crazy is that like, if you're making money, you would never obviously give anything up. Like, why is he giving up a half a? Half of his profits. This is the exact same thing that Billy got arrested for by trimming his profits. Yeah. So this guy uh, faces jail time for this. Um, but anyway, we see the uh, fat kid from <laughs> Hook, and he shows up. The blind and, kid. He yeah, says, he's not hey, blind. you stink, too. Yeah, he, now he's addicted to eating butter. Billy got him hooked. It's not good for you. I mean, you saw that kid. I just he, didn't think it was very <laughs> wise of him to retort with blow me to a kid. 
right? Oh, yeah. He says, blow smart, me. That's dude. This is a less yeah. charismatic twin for sure. Definitely. Um, uh, also, I don't know if you guys caught this, but uh, the comic book he was reading in the beginning. Um, I already said that. I know, yeah, but, but it's back it again. again now. Oh, okay. So now uh, uh, Mr. Bird's uh, twin is now reading the, what is it, uh, Billy the Kid with Jesse James. Jesse James oh, with, the predator. with the Predator, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's rude to him. They drive off. The fat kid's eating butter now. And uh, half his, like, it cuts to the shot when you see the twin and his head's half blown off. Great. So rad. I love, the, uh-huh. I love the special effects of this. And I also love that like his brother is a decomposing corpse stinking. And rather than having him removed... He's just like fuck it. He still talks to him. He's a part of me now. You'd think the like if you're attached to the butt, you'd think that'd be like a really easy thing to to separate. Maybe their spines are. Maybe it wasn't easy emotionally. No, if you look at if you go back and look at it, there it literally is like you can see both ass cracks. There's no way their spines are attached. Yeah, Coop, you didn't look at his ass crack. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what are you a doctor? Just kidding. Um, um, I played one on TV. Uh, so that's yes. that's the way the episode ends, and then we get a little bit of the Crypt Keeper at the end doing I just again. Love his puns, isn't he adorable? More of his um, <laughs> his football stuff, and one of the things I loved before, and me and Coop just watched again that I also love is instead of Ben and Jerry's, yeah, he yeah. says Ben and Scaries. <laughs> so sloppy so stupid so unoriginal it's completely it's a ham-fisted it's wouldn't ridiculous it, yeah. wouldn't it have been better if it was dead and scary that's we exactly thought what that we it was thought. that and yeah. really yeah. yeah oh shit and then we I, went in there and we're we like we replayed it and like oh he said ben yeah dead and scary dead and scary sounds so much better that sounds like a good name for a podcast shut up it's short and spooky <laughs> yeah. Don't make me hurt you. Again, right. we're throwing for the, the Don't make me throw, time. Uh, yeah. throw around the R word for you. <laughs> All righty. So that was the episode. Um, people who live in brass hearses on Tales from the Crypt. Which you know is a play on the word of people who live in glass houses. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which, Another again, that makes no sense. I'm not really sure about how that's applicable right. to not the specific all. episode, but <laughs> whatever. Not. I guess I'm thinking about it too much. It's not in the slightest applicable. Yeah. So I feel like now we are ready for our that's right guys um so i'll head us off unless somebody else would like to oh yeah give us oh, i just want to blow through it real quick uh for those new listeners uh we like to rate rate each episode on a scale of zero to ten creepy crawlers ten being the best zero being the worst yes and uh yes please proceed miss Geary. all right so um i always start with what i show this to somebody else and you know what i would it was mm-hmm. weirdly charming i liked the end um I was with it. So it gets that five. Because I like the end twist, I give it an extra 2.5. It's not going to get its full 2.5. Um, I'm going to give it a two, right? So it's at seven right now. And then it's get that star power one. So mm-hmm. Bill gives it that extra one. Mm-hmm. So we are now hanging out at an eight. Wow. Eight, eight Is that your highest crawlers. score to date? No, I've done higher. Okay. But not much. Not much I'm a little higher. icy, you know. <laughs> That, that was eight. Queen. That was eight. 8.00. 8.00. Tom wow. likes two post decimal points. He's got obsessive compulsive disorder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rain man. I just feel like Rain Manning right now. <laughs> got to keep those airplanes gotta in the air. Yeah. 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 Got to oh, keep my time. Nice. How about you stop that for the next twenty minutes so we can finish recording? <laughs> yeah, you son of a bitch. Yeah. All right, and uh, 
Let's uh, throw it to uh, Coop Nasty over Me? here. Uh, Mr. Big Sniff, you just watched the uh, finale of this episode uh, yeah. recently. Uh, let us know what your thoughts are. about. It. So I don't have my notes because I obviously didn't watch it when I was supposed to watch it. Instead, They're I in your yeah. gummy bear. They're, They're in, in my gummy bear brain. Um, I really actually liked this. And you know what? I'm going to go... I'm going to go a little nuts here. <laughs> Am I going to give it a... No, I can't. No, you can. Do, what, you, do you what you want. No, I can't. Your crawlers. I'm going to give this... A 9 out of 10. Wow! wow. I mean... 9 out of 10 what? Creepy boys. Oh, wow. shit. <laughs> I set myself up there. No, I really, really liked it. Um... If only you'd watch the whole episode. I know, but that's why I didn't give it a 10. We recounted it. I think it's kind of fun. It's, it's recounted, a different take. From what I saw, and I, granted, I missed the first, what, 10 minutes Five, of it? 5, 10 minutes. Yeah, not, like much. not much. Um, but the whole fucking se- sequence was really cool. Like, obviously, Bill Paxton is an amazing actor. Um, so is... Uh, Warm Tongue. The mayor from... Oh, yeah, War- the mayor is Godzilla. Well. Michael Lerner. Michael Lerner, yeah. Warm Tongue. Uh, so we got Michael Lerner plays Mr. Bird, Mr. and the guy Redding. who plays uh, Virgil, his name is Brad Dorish. Brad Dorish, he's in Exorcist 3. Yes. And he's really good in that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he's good in this, too. So that contributes to why I really like this. And then the gore is just fucking great, and um, the whole story is, like, pretty cool. I mean, granted, it's kind of stupid, like, with the robbing the f- ice cream truck for $500, but then again... There are very stupid criminals who do That's really right. who stupid eat butter. shit. Yeah, exactly. And I'm sure people have done more dumb shit for less money and ruined their lives over it. So anyway, yeah, for me... It's a great score. Yeah, I'm, that's wow. a 9 out of 10 for me. All right. Fantastic. You want to go next time or should I? You got it. Okay, so uh, this episode, it's great. Like, uh, you know, Cooper's kind of uh, hinting at uh, it's a little silly, but this episode knows what it is. It's mm-hmm. trying to be campy. It's trying to be kind of like oddball, off the wall. It's like this dude's eating butter for no reason. <laughs> it serves no purpose as far as the plot. It's just like a funny eccentricity that he has. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you got Bill Paxton. You got this other dude, Brad Dorif. They're both acting like maniacs and everybody i feel like was so perfect for the role like you know this miss grafunger total like funny frumpy like pantsuit like woman and like everybody i thought was at the top of their game you got the kid from hook who's not blind and it's great (laughs) i had so much fun watching this it's got blood it's got special effects that are gory um, it's got humor, the Crypt Keeper again, delivering puns. Like, again, this is why I love Tales from the Crypt. The last one we watched was the one with Joe Pesci, right? Yeah, JP. So. Fantastic. Split, per, was split personality. Yeah. Yes, yes. And I think this one's just right up there with it, dude. It's a lot of fun. And mm-hmm. if I was trying to show somebody an episode of Tales from the Crypt, I would probably put on this one episode out of like maybe i'll have like my top five i gotta put this up there with my top five uh, tales in the crypt so um i'm on board dude i'm gonna give it a 8.3 creepy crawlers hey excuse me 8.30 creepy crawlers um (laughs) and again i feel like that's a glowing endorsement um Mm -hmm. it's a lot of fun and uh let's see what you got Tommy um, boy. Oh, uh, again, I like to go last because you guys always are so articulate and, and pretty much hit all the points that um, come to my mind. But thank you so much for saying that. Yes, of course, and um, I agree. And I agree. <laughs> we are the thank best. You. It's no, true. of course, I, I truly mean that. Yeah. Um, 
I I thought this was so much fun. That like there was not a moment in the episode where I was like, God, let me get this over with. A lot of the episodes that we do of different shows are times where I'm just like watching it for the second or third exactly. time, where I'm like, Your Fuck, mind wanders. God damn it! Or like, it's little, my day off when I'm fucking like doing this bullshit. Yeah, Aww. this was not sometimes. But I mean, it, but I but I still do it. He chooses them too. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it was great. I mean, they had the blind kid from Hook, which was really, really fun. <laughs> not blind, not blind, black. Um, and what? no, he no. Um, I, I thought it was really fun. Uh, Kiri and I go by the same kind of grading uh, rubric of like where would I show this to someone else? Absolutely. Bill Paxton, amazing actor. He gets a bit of a boost because R.I.P. himself, like he's he's passed away, but he's a fantastic actor. He sells the role well. Worm Tongue is fucking great. And the mom reminds me of um, mom. Ma from <laughs> the mom. Well, what? No, no, I'm sorry. The the Miss Grafunger. She, she, oh, I'm sorry, I misspoke. She reminds me of uh, from your the, mom. From, not in the slightest. <laughs> the mom. She reminds me of uh, Ma yeah. from the Goonies. Uh, yeah. She's kind of this like oh, that's why cantankerous uh, mm-hmm. older lady mm-hmm. that's like you're like how I how do you like deal her. with this person? No, like how do you deal with this person at I any like point? Her. You did. She's fun. Oh yeah, you want to be like like spanked on her on her uh, like across her knees, just getting spanked on the bottom. Hey, I wouldn't say no to it, but I try anything. Once. But no, this was super super fun. The twist, the first time I watched it, the twist was awesome, mm-hmm. and it yeah. quite literally is a twist because when he twists around, you see fucking <laughs> the his back, and it says you know the other guy who was the one doing all the voices, and it's mm-hmm. to me I, I, on a very stupid level i was really enjoying it because i'm like man th- like these two had clearly worked out this whole problem like not problem this whole gig of like all right i'm gonna be the face of the operation and you're gonna be yeah it, the like, voice of it sorry yeah. to interrupt it like it subverts expectations but still pays them <laughs> off <laughs> yeah right right yeah. no th- yeah. that's exactly it yeah so i i just felt like it was like a really fun really fun very well put together from act one two and three to the end like it was just so well done it was fun the prosthetics were beautiful like at the very end that seeing that blown off head was so cool Mm -hmm. um i have to go with the fucking 9.1250 whoa wow all right this is this is something you would this is a this is a home run this is a fireman this is no ice man this is a ice is melted he's a kettle man he's so hot he's handed over his ice mantle to me (laughs) you know the heat man i'd say the oven the oven no no the heat man yeah Yeah, i guess that would work Get out of here with that. This is my... All right. Well, you know what? We... 4.0. Oh, no. He's being facetious. Obviously, he loves it. We all love it. It's yeah, uh, Tales from the Crypt. Tales from the Crypt, one of our favorites around here, and this is just another example of why it's so great. Lots of fun. You know what it made me think of? What's that? There was a Calvin and Hobbes where he like makes <gasps> copies of himself and then has those copies go to school for him and shit. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be cool to have like... A clone and be like, okay, you go to work today, and I'm going to chill, and then tomorrow I'll go to work. Well, and what if you that... had to be connected to your... Well, that would suck ass. a little more. But if you could be in the back of an ice cream truck, like, wouldn't fucking, you? You know what? You would something. just be facing the the other door the entire time, just <laughs> well, sitting there. Well, like... if it was modern days, you could bring like your switch. Yeah. Or, or okay. Something. So just real quick. Yeah. Afterthoughts. Wouldn't it be really fun if one of the brothers was into Miss Graffunger and the other one wasn't? Oh, I feel like yeah, that would have yeah. yeah. It would have added another element to like maybe mm-hmm. like. Like some type of 
I don't know, headbutting between the two brothers. Yes. If they're both basically the same person, it kind of is like, well, they're interchangeable. Now he was driving. Now he's driving. No yeah. big deal. There's no. It would have been better for business if you like when you're like rolling into the lot like, to bang the gross. Up, well, just to switch, Mom can to switch bang, around though. and and be like, all right, you you like this bitch? Like, well, you know what? <laughs> I feel language. like it would have been made sense yeah i agree because it would have made more sense why she was like so strongly coming on him because like oh this guy was always flirting with me oh but today if, he's being cold you're gonna say what if one's a pedophile <laughs> no i just forgot to i i had a note that i didn't get to read out just because we we're in, in conversation but yeah. i i wrote down this lady needs to get dicked down so bad I right now she's so I think she's hungry thirsty she, i have she, a like, very fashionable purple pantsuit that's nice. Oh no! It, I it was well, okay, we didn't really talk. Oh, it was lavender. We didn't really talk about that whole scene where she's like, "Hey, are you going to the um, the vendor awards?" awards? And yeah. she's like, "I have this this suit. It would look really good next to you." It'd and look he's really like, "Good on your floor." Yeah, well, mm-hmm. she basically implies she's like, "Well, at first she's like, oh, it'd look really good next to you at the awards." You know what? We can just skip the awards and basically I'll make you my it'll potato be... chip and green bean casserole. Oh yeah, good. And he's like, this I'm chick just... doesn't eat any green beans, by the way. It's <laughs> all it's all <laughs> potato chips and mayonnaise. Yeah. Hey, make me a potato chip and green bean casserole and hold the green beans. <laughs> I think that was maybe my favorite scene. Is that she's just like so ready to get dick down. Yeah. And she then needs it. and then it, he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like. Well, but my thought that I didn't need to bring up because we didn't talk about it was like, what do you think the sex life is like when you have your brother attached to your butt? They jerk each side? other. I don't think there is one. Yeah, Mm-mm. I think you guys reach around and wait. Do so. Oh, okay, you. okay. Pour ice cream on your balls or whatever the hell yeah. they're into. So sticky. Do you guys jerk off at the same time? Who? Me and a coop? No. <laughs> yeah, well, we coordinate. I mean, yeah, of course you do. No, but I'm we saying like when you're when you're conjoined at the butt. You're and you're men you that can are jerk yourself off. Yeah, but I'm saying like, do you have to be like, hey, dude, later on I'm gonna fucking jerk off in an hour. I guess I would wait till they like fall asleep. Well, let's um, let's ask our listeners who are conjoined twins. All right, to write uh, for in. those listeners at home who are conjoined <laughs> twins, <laughs> please, uh, please let us know. Let us know. Uh, yeah. Hit us up on our Twitter. Our Twitter handle um, is at short and spooky, or you can always mm-hmm. write us an email. Our email address is short and spooky at gmail.com. Also, we have a uh, Instagram uh, laid on That's us. That's right, at short and spooky podcast. Yeah. All right, and we want to see the most fucked up, crazy pictures of you and your uh, conjoined twin. No. No. We, no. we need a hashtag for that. As I long think. as you're over 18. Um, I think for, no underage conjoiner. <laughs> no, I think uh, for if you're both jerking off at the same time, I think hashtag uh, joint jerking, joint jerk, mm-hmm. joint jerk, and then what would be if you're you know you, you guys do it at your own time, like when the other person's asleep, it'd be uh, a solo jerk, solo sneaky, sneaky, jerk. sneaky snacking. Snack. <laughs> Jesus. All right. <laughs> Thank you for bearing with us. Thank you for listening to us. We love you. Uh, that's right. Uh, if uh, We love uh, all of our fans. As uh, uh, Tom already uh, iterated, mm-hmm. our shorties and spookies and junkies and our uh, – everybody. Whatever everybody the in the extended – Why did you bring out the, the eeries? What about the eeries? I was just going off the dome. I was just wow. sitting the ones that we already know. He but uh, think about for us, our y'all. eeries, for our care. sniffies, of course, we love you all. And uh, any last words anybody wants to leave them with? Um, where's the butter? Yeah, I every- do. I want to let the Eeries know that apparently now we're in a battle with the junkies. Yeah, because they want to forget about K. The war is that. on. I let want to say know. if you if let you know, are listening and you haven't watched this, 
I would actually recommend you should watch this. That it'd be a fun costume for us next year to go as conjoined twins, connected at the butt or connected at the butt. Yeah, you'd be I like, would mm-hmm. love to be up at, like take pictures of that. So a costume for that. Just like let me know how I can help you, boys. I would. I would definitely do it, but I won't probably. Okay. Any last words you guys want to leave the listeners with? Um, be nice. Be happy. Watch uh, Bob Ross. I'd like to. Yeah. Watch him. Yeah. And his son is good too. Oh, I didn't. You know what's funny about Bob Ross? Is he like he paints his amazing landscapes, and you know what he paints the worst is his signature. It like looks like (laughs) shit. It's so funny that like he paints that all the time, and it's the worst at it. Yeah. All right. Anyway, I uh, love you guys. We'll see you later. Uh, and we have another Tales from the Crypt themed episode in the yes. works. The oh, yeah. Tales from the Crypt Keeper. You figured out. And this out. one's Big Sniffs watched. That's perfect. All right. Bye, guys. <laughs> bye. Bye.